and you know the deal. I understand how you feel, but I gotta keep it real. I know you've heard all over the place that mental health is important. And I want to stress that in the sense of mentality is important. Your mindset is important. What you set your mind on is important. Remember, we talked about what you consider, you know, what you need to set your mind on, things that you need to think about and things that that you consider that actually factor into your decision making. And so this week, I want to help you do something else with your decision making. I want you to realize something that you can do and use as a power and as a resource to help you grow and to not just help you grow in your mentality and your mental health, but also to help you appreciate yourself correctly, to value yourself correctly and love yourself correctly and also help you fulfill the greatest commandment that there is. So we're going to talk about all that and more coming up next here after this break. Zach Mason here. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Real Talk with Zach Mason. Of course, this is Zach Mason, the one and only host. And I want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy day, out of your amazing life, out of your awesomeness of yourself to listen to this podcast. If you don't mind, I would love for you to give us a like, share, comment, review, do all of those things so that we can continue to rise up in the rankings so that more people can hear what they need to hear so that more people can get the real that they deserve. I understand how you feel, but I got to keep it real. This is one of the hottest podcasts out, and I really appreciate it. If you continue to share, continue to support, email me any questions, any concerns. If you just want to say what's up, if you need any information from me, email me at Zach Real Show. That's Z-A-C-H Real R-E-A-L Show at gmail.com. That's Zach Real Show at gmail.com. And let me know what's up. Thank you all so much for listening. Let's get into another episode. I am sure that many of you already know the scripture I'm going to reference is Matthew 22 verses 37 and 39. Well, I may read 38, but it's the focus is 37 and 39. And you all know the scripture also. Well, Matthew chapter 22 verse 27. What does it say? Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul and with all thy mind. Like I said, you've heard it a thousand times. You've listened to it a thousand times. You probably are like, I already know that. I'm already doing that. And I am not here to doubt what you're doing or to question what you're doing. But I do want to reveal what that scripture actually is saying. Um, I know it sounds pretty simple, but I want to break down what those words actually mean in that scripture so you can see the intensity of it, so you can see the um, importance of it, and so that you can see the level of depth that God wants you to have when he says, love me. When Jesus says, love me with all your heart, all of your soul, and all of your mind. And this will help you with how your mental health is in general. This will help you with resetting your mind. This will help you with having the right mindset and having the right approach to everything in your life if you just apply this principle. That's I, I believe that's why Jesus said this is the greatest commandment right here. Um, because if you get this, your entire life will be fine. Like there is nothing that you won't believe God for. There's nothing that you won't have the faith for. There's no miracle that you won't believe that God can do. There's no bit of doubt that can enter in once you love God with all three of these capacities. With all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your mind, all of those three capacities. When you fully love God with all three of those capacities, there's no space for the devil. There's no room for an evil thought. There's nothing that can stop you. And so we have to get there. We have to understand that. And so I just want to share what 
love means in that scripture because that's the most important thing. The action is to love, right? And I want you to understand that love is not saying it's not a feeling here, okay? Love is an action. This is a this is an actual verb here in this text. It's always a verb. Love is mostly a verb, okay? It's never going to be a feeling. It's going to be what you do. It's going to be how you act. It's going to lead to actions. And so what love actually means here, the proper word is agapo. The word actually means prefer to love for the believer, preferring to live through Christ, embracing God's will, choosing his choices and obeying them through his power preeminently refers to what God prefers as he is love. Essentially with us, how we love is actively doing what the Lord prefers, right? With him, of course, because we have to do it by his power and direction, but it's essentially actively doing what the Lord prefers. This can only be defined by God, right? It's choice and selection. It's us choosing and preferring and showing how we love Christ by allowing him to live his life through us as the believer. And when the Bible says, thou shalt love the Lord your God with all of your heart, right? So we're taking this approach to love, right? Which means to prefer, which means to obeying all that God wants us to do in his will and his choices and preferring what he wants, preferring what he wills and preferring what he thinks is changing our entire preference and our selection and our choices to reflect only what God prefers. That's what loving is. And when we're going to do that with all of our heart, we need to understand what heart means as well. Heart is the effective center of our being right so it's the capacity of moral preference all right Vol volitional desire choice right um it's the desire producer that makes us tick as one man defines it in essence it's our desire decisions that establish who we really are so in your heart is where you make those desire decisions those decisions that out of my desire this is what i'm going to do your heart is that decision place that's why the Bible often talks about and people often talk about God being on the throne, but more specifically, God being on the throne of your heart, God being in your heart. You write the scriptures on your heart because your heart is where decisions are made. Your heart makes the decisions. OK, I need you to understand that your heart makes those desired decisions. When you decide to step out on God or you decide to step with him, it's coming from a heart. That's why, you know, even out the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Because your heart is where your true desire is. That's where that scripture comes from as well. So understand that your heart is your desire decisions. So what this scripture is saying firstly is to love God with all of your desire decisions. The decisions that make up who you actually are. Love God with all of those decisions. Mm, that's heavy right there. I mean, ask yourself, am I loving God with the decisions that I'm making right now? My decision to watch this, to listen to this, to entertain this person, to engage in this action. Is this me loving God with all of my heart right now with my decision? Yes, I have this desire, but do I love God? Do I have that preference in my heart to where, yes, I know I desire this, but God actually wants me to do this so I can put this down. This is something that I can deny. This is something that I can turn down because I actually prefer what God prefers. I prefer, which means I love or I choose and I make the selection to go with what God wants over what I want. And that is where I think the fight with, you know, any sin or any battle on the inside of our mind comes from. It's from those desire decisions in the heart, man. It's having to prefer what God wants more than what we feel like we want and what we want in those moments and resisting what we want in those moments to show that we're actively preferring what God wants. That is what it looks like to love the Lord God with all of your heart. When you have a desire in place and you do everything you can to show that, hey, God, I actually prefer 
what you want than what I want. So I'm going to accept your will and I'm going to deny myself of that. I'm going to allow you to live out your preference through my life in order to be close to you, in order to show that I love you with all of my heart. And so if anybody or if any one of us, including me, I have to repent myself. I'm just from any space in your heart. This, it says all of your heart, not just some, not just your heart on Sunday. I mean, your heart on Wednesday night when you've been when you're tired from working this hump day and you're so happy you got out Friday night when your friends are telling you to go out, whatever it may be. Uh, you have to love God in those moments with those desire decisions like heavy. And those are the most challenging things. The things that we struggle with the most are usually come from like our desire like this is my desire to do this it's my desire to go enjoy this it's my desire to go partake in that and i know that god wants me to do something else so now i have to love him with all of my heart by denying myself of this and experiencing whatever pain i have to in order to do that and whatever suffering i have to in order to do that that's where the difficulty comes in so that's what we're working on today that's what we're learning today so that we can effectively love god with all of our heart with all of our desired decisions right and that's what's going to make up who we are okay all right so next of course is love look out with all of your heart all of your soul okay so i need you to understand that soul people often will tell you that your soul is your will your intellect and your emotions love it and i want to say what also the definition of this that this particular meaning of soul that they have in the dictionary here soul is your psyche basically a person's distinct identity unique personhood your individual personality so this is intense because i look at people now and people are identifying as whatever they want to people are choosing what they can be people are doing a lot of things but this scripture is saying that no your distinct identity your unique personhood your individual personality i don't care what you think your personality is you're supposed to love god with all of your soul you're supposed to love god with all of your identity you're supposed to love god with all of your uniqueness right and if your uniqueness is outside of god's will if your uniqueness is not what god prefers then it's not from him God would not give you a unique identity that is outside of what he prefers, outside of what he loves, outside of what he wants. And if you feel that way, it's up to us to decide that, OK, I know I've identified myself as a lazy person. OK, I know I've identified myself as a lazy person, but God didn't see me as a lazy person. God doesn't see me as a lazy person. God sees me as a person that's productive, a person that gets results. So I'm going to love God with all of my soul and prefer to see myself as a person that's highly productive, to speak to myself as someone who gets up and gets the job done, to live out and show and put the love to action and say, this is me loving God when I go to work against my laziness, when I go to work against what um, I've been telling myself. That's me showing my preference to God's will and what God wants. When I feel like I'm addicted to this. No, God did never call me an addict. God didn't say I was addicted to this. No, 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 no. God says I'm free. So I'm going to fight and live as if I'm free. I'm going to already consider myself free. I'm going to prefer and love God in a way that I'm going to select and choose how he sees me over what I've experienced and what I'm feeling. And I'm going to fight until I get to that. I'm going to fight till I get to that place where my actions and my mind lined up. Because if your actions and your mind don't line up, then you're not there yet. But when my, my actions and my mind lined up and when I work for it and when I fight for it, God's going to empower that. I want you to know right now that if you're addicted to something, if you're struggling with something, if you're battling something, God will 
empower this. I guarantee you, God will empower this because this is you being transformed by the renewing of your mind. This is you knowing what God actually meant when he said to love me with all of my heart and all of my soul. So now when you actually try to live this out and you put this word into action, God's going to empower that. He's going to give you new power and a new sense of understanding when you go to apply these things. So the next time you get into that fight with yourself about who you are, about what you're here to do, about what your purpose is, about you having the ability to do what God has said you're here to do, understand that when you love God, which means you prefer what he prefers, you desire his will, you want to do what he wants to do. When you love God with your desire decisions and you love God with your identity and your personality and you show in your personality to bring God glory, he's going to empower that. So go ahead and understand that your life is about to change and your mind can change if you take this on. So I want you to understand that. Okay. Love God with all of your individual personality, the one that he gave you, not the one that you chose. You, you have to surrender your choice. That's one of the main things with this scripture is, listen, I know you had a choice your whole life. And I know the whole world is going to tell you that you can decide this, that you can decide that, that you can change this. But listen, no, God decides that. And if you love God, you'll let him decide those things for you. If you're doing anything in your life or thinking anything in your life or living out any type of behavior, or any type of personality in your life that isn't what God has told you already, then you're living a lie. You're living a whole entire lie. Don't let the devil convince you to live a lie. Ask the Lord, hey, who am I? What do I do? Is this really me? I know how much I like this. Hmm. And this is a big one because we don't ask God about stuff we like about ourselves. We only ask God about the stuff that we don't like, right? Or the stuff that we're trying to get rid of. But will you ask God, hey, God, do you like that I see myself as this? Do you like that I'm portraying this? Is this my real identity or is this just what I want? And if this is what I want, can you help me surrender that? Because I prefer and I love you more. So I'm going to select your will more and I'm going to love you more than I want this. That's the battle for all so many of us across this world It's do I love God more than I want this? Do I love God enough? And the only way to love God is with all, because if you don't love God with all, then it's going to be impossible for you to overcome anything. So I just want to bring that point out about the soul. Just understand that that is your individual personality and you have to love God with that. You have to prefer his will over your own for that, even if you like who you've made yourself to be. That doesn't matter. You have to surrender that to God. And you have to understand that if it's not pleasing to God, he's not going to partake in that. He's not going to be a part of that. Even if it's working out for you, he's not a part of it. Because remember, blessings, you know, all that rains on the just. It rains on the just and the unjust. So like, just because stuff is going good don't mean that God approve of it. You still have to ask him and figure it and figure out what he's saying about it. So don't be fooled by how things are going, or how the world is accepting you. Go back to God, ask Jesus, okay, who am I really? What am I really doing? How do I know that this is the right thing? Show me the truth. All right, so get into that face. Get into that place. Now, the last one here, and I'm going to spend some time on this. I don't have much time left, but I'm going to try to explain this the best that I can because this is the main one that I think we need to understand with our mind here since we're talking about the mind. Um, mind in that scripture, love the Lord with all of your mind, means thoroughly from side to side, right? It's talking about how to use your mind, right? It's movement from one side of an issue to the other to reach balanced conclusions. Full orbed reasoning, critical thinking. It's thinking that literally reaches across to the other side of a matter, okay? Let me finish reading. It's literally 
thorough reasoning thorough reasoning incorporates both sides of a matter to reach a meaningful personal conclusion so it's full breath reasoning and the bible even says that this is essential to loving the lord and our neighbor it is also an instrument of self-destruction when exercised without god's light and power what the scripture is saying love the lord god with all of your mind is to love god in full knowledge of the beginning and the end of a matter that when it comes to the end and it comes to the beginning of the matter once you reason them together your final reasoning should reflect what god prefers and what god wants and what's god's will that's why you hear so many times that god says you need to praise your way through that you need to be praising me through your situation that you need to be praising me through your trial that you need to understand that i've already dealt with that that i've already done this because at the end of it god's already done with that so when you understand that God's already handled the end of that and that God's already done the end of a thing and that God's already seen the end of a thing, when you understand that at the beginning, you can praise him properly for what's actually going on. And that is you loving God with all of your mind, not just loving God with the beginning stage, not just loving God with how it is in the middle, but loving God from start to finish in your mind. From start to finish in your mind You have to go into your mind And go to the starting place and the end place And you need to have a completely God thought About everything This is where your mindset has to change When you're going to try to start your business Or you're trying to start your new thing Or you're trying to be motivated to do your thing You have to start with God is for me God loves me God wants me to do this. This is God's will for me. This is what I prefer. This is what I prefer to chase God's will. I prefer to pursue God's will in this. God wants me to do this. I'm going to go out here with no fear. I'm going to go out here with full belief in myself. I'm going to go out here with full faith in God that he has equipped me to do what he's put inside of me to do. I'm not going to wait until I see it. I'm not going to wait until it makes sense. Even if I feel like I'm not ready, guess what? I am ready because God put it in me and he wants me to do it. That's all that I need. When you start to love God with all of your mind like that with all of the ways that you think and that's why the definition even said that this right here is an instrument of self-destruction without God because without God shoot you can see the beginning of something and say oh well I already know this right here is going to end terrible for me this is going to destroy me I am not ready I'm going to be crushed I'm going to be defeated and you're already killing yourself you're already having self-sabotage you're already having self-destruction because you're taking into account the beginning and end of the situation and you're not doing it with God you're not loving God with all of your mind when you're thinking like that. When you're thinking like this doesn't look like it's going to finish well. This looks terrible. I'm going to this is going to hurt me. This is going to cause me damage. I'm going to be upset. The end of the, I'm about to be disappointed. When you think those things, you're literally not loving God with all of your mind. Do you understand what I'm saying? So we have to love God with all of our mind. And that includes loving ourselves. Because even the next scripture that I didn't really get to touch on too much, but even this verse 29 where it says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. You have to love yourself to love your neighbor. And you have to love yourself by loving God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your mind, which means you have to have the right perspective about yourself that he does. And you have to love your neighbor the same way. You have to love your neighbor the same way. You have to prefer God's will for your neighbor. When you want your neighbor to be punished for what they did, you have to prefer God's will for them. God, I want you to forgive them, Lord, for they know not what they do. <laughs> right it makes sense now when you start putting the scriptures together right right you have to prefer god's will for them as opposed to what you want to see happen to them i prefer god's will for every single person i encounter every single neighbor that i have i prefer god's will for them and i love them because i want to see god triumph in their life even if they did something wrong to me even if they're living in sin i want to see them be i want to see them conquer i want to see them overcome because i love them with all of my heart I love them the way that God loves them And I see them the way that God sees them Because that's all I can prefer I can have no other choice I can have no other will Because I've surrendered my heart My soul and my mind to God
But I just wanted to share that briefly and let you know that this isn't optional. This isn't these are the two greatest commandments right here. This is not something that we could decide to do later. This is not something that we can take lightly. This is what we have to do right now. We have to see ourselves the way God does because we have to love ourselves the way that God does. We have to love our God with all of our heart, all of our soul, and all of our mind. If we don't love God with all of that, we're going to miss everything. We'll never be ready. We'll never see ourselves correctly. So the first step in your mindset is to love God with all of it. Love God with all of your being. Love God with all of yourself. Because if you do not see yourself properly, you are never going to get there. Your mind will tell you that you're dirt. Your mind will convince you that. And your mind will look for reasons to believe what you're thinking. When you start to think and start to operate in this, that man, God loves me. I'm going to do everything God wants me to do. I'm going to prefer what he wants me to prefer. Your mind over time will begin to look for opportunities to do that. Opportunities to perform what God wants you to perform. Opportunities to live the way that God wants you to live. Opportunities to see things in different perspective and different lights and to love people the way that they need to be loved. That's what opens up to you when your mind is thinking that way and when you're moving your heart, your soul, and your mind in that direction. But when you're thinking all that negative stuff and you're thinking that you can't do it and you're thinking that you're going to have all these struggles and all these challenges, your mind is going to identify everything that comes up as a challenge. Everything that comes up as a negative. Everything that comes up as coming up against you when really God is saying all of this is for you all of this is meant to be all of this is a part of my plan but you can't see it because of how you see yourself so this week and every week moving forward but just take it day by day see yourself correctly see yourself the way that God sees you love the Lord God with all of your heart all of your soul and all of your mind prefer him prefer his will prefer what he has said prefer how he sees you over how you see yourself prefer god with your personality show your love for god in your personality by surrendering it to him let god teach you how to be yourself all over again let god show you how to think about yourself all over again let god show you what your real desires are and how he is supposed to be the source of all of your pleasure let him have his way in your life and watch your life be irrevocably changed this is one of those messages. I mean, if you if this is your first time listening, please activate this. Watch, watch. Everything that's on the show works. It's the word of God. There's nothing I can say here that I've made up. This is all the word of God. It's not even my words. All right. It's all the love and the words of God. And if you activate any of this, it's going to work for you. It's all going to work for you. So let it work for you today. Let it work for you tomorrow. Let it work for you the next day. I pray that this message helped you today. I pray that you were greatly encouraged and empowered to press forward. Thank you all again for joining me again on Real Talk with Zach Mason. This is Zach Mason and I'm signing off. Please make sure you give me a review. Five stars, please. That's what we love around here. (laughs) And contact me if you need me. I love y'all. Y'all be blessed and I will see you again soon.